Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money of M 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Before we get into that Biden Sea Summit, uh, let's first talk about the big news this morning. Sign, seal. Now that's all, all that's left is delivery, I suppose. Yep, that $1 trillion infrastructure bill signed into law on Monday. President Joe Biden making it happen. He's calling it, of course, a very agreeable bipartisan initiative. So, Ryan, what can you tell us? What can we expect from all of this? Yeah, celebrations all around. So he's going to be in a good mood when he meets Xi Jinping. So what we have is a huge package, $1.2 trillion to fix roads, bridges and upgrade water pipes, build up an EV charging network, expand the broadband internet to make it more inclusive. So it is a major upgrade of infrastructure. The biggest since they rolled out the National Highways Network in the 1950s. So that's how much of a big deal this is. And also on the political front, it's also a very pivotal moment for Biden because According to recent polls, there have been a lot of pessimistic Americans around what's happening with the U.S. economy. You know, prices of almost everything is going up, so they are not happy with the state of things. When you look at how energy prices are going up, food prices are getting more expensive, housing, medical care, recreation. So this is going to be a bit of a win, and they'll go some way at least to helping lift or turn around some of that sentiment that has been going against him in recent times. Right. And of course, uh, this isn't the only thing that's happening on the Biden front. Uh, He's expected to meet China's Xi Jinping in this virtual meeting that so many people are looking to for results. Yeah, so you have the infrastructure bill as a potential market moving, um, I guess, catalyst for at least the near term with some initial reaction with the formality of that signing. Also, one to watch on the calendar is what's happening this morning, where he is going to be holding a virtual meeting with China's Xi Jinping. And you do have a lot of issues on the table, and this includes the likes of climate change, nuclear non-proliferation, human rights, COVID-19, Hong Kong and Taiwan, IP issues, cybersecurity, and even the Winter Olympics next year. So a lot to get through. But I think the expectations have been set quite low for any concrete conclusions to be achieved because there's just so many things to talk about and not enough time to really make progress on all these things. So I think in focus, investors will be watching for any signals around how bilateral trade ties may or may not be improving according to what headlines we get out of the meeting and also whether China might commit more to any additional trade deals or at least back up their previous phase one commitments under the Trump administration. And also infrastructure will be one hot talking point because China has been pushing ahead with its Belt and Road Initiative, which has been in turn getting pushback from the Europeans and the Americans who are also trying to go ahead with their own infrastructure projects. So you do have this um, dynamic playing out and one to watch for investors. 
Mm. The COVID-19 situation in China definitely one to watch out for as the Delta variant is causing havoc in the city of Dalian. Uh, we're looking at a variant that has affected 21 provinces, regions uh, as well with health officials saying that uh, they're struggling at the moment, but they've got a big event in terms of the Winter Olympics. Um, definitely looking forward to uh, the post-C-Biden summit. Uh, Ryan, let's dive into details of this and we've seen reports of this in the paper the Battle Royale, and we're right in the middle of it. Yeah, before I get through to the reactions, let's lay out what's the deal all about. So right at the um, latest um, we've seen is Katsikiden peak with an offer of up to $2.40 per SPH share. So this would be a cash and SPH read package. Or the other option they've put on the table is an all-cash offer, of $2.36. So both offers are superior to what Capital has put on the table previously, which was to $2.35.1. And that was a cash plus shares deal comprising Capital REIT and SPH REIT shares. So you do have this playing out and something for SPH shareholders to digest. And to give you some context on how much of a premium Cascadian's offer is right now, it's a 10.1% premium over SPH's financial year 2021 pro forma net asset value per share of $2.18. So if it does go through for Cascadian, it will trigger a chain offer for all outstanding SPH REITs at 96.4 cents. So you do have SPH shares and SPH REIT shares, maybe Capital and Capital REIT shares to be watching today for reactions to the latest offer. And if you look at what reactions we are seeing so far, and by the way, today is going to be the last day for any alternative offers to come through um, for SPH shareholders to digest. Otherwise, it's going to be Capital versus Cascadian. So the next on the timeline is December the 8th. And that is when shareholders of SPH will be deciding if they want to go through with Capital. If they prefer Cascadian, they, they will be voting against Capital's offer and then they will have a meeting for the Cascadian offer. So going back to the reactions, quite straightforward. UOB, KN analysts, um, they are now looking at Cascadian's offer as more superior because they have a higher cash consideration, better price stability, and they believe SPH shareholders will be inclined to accept it. Philip Securities is also painting as more superior than Capos. And remember, Capos offer was final and irrevocable. So that means we are not likely to see any counter offers from Capo. And one thing to note is how the Capo offer is structured with Capo REIT and SPH REIT shares. So Justin Tang from United First Partners points out that if Capo REIT shares and SPH REIT shares rally in a huge way, it might make Capo's offer more attractive later on. So that is something to think about. And also the timeline, uh, Capo has already most of the regulatory approvals in place. So they will be able to complete the process if they uh, get accepted much faster than Cascadian. So that's something to digest for shareholders or SPH when they resume trading today. Mm, I must say this seems quite nail-biting. A lot of people discussing it, trying to ascertain or trying to give their own analysis of which is the better deal. Uh, certainly going to be watched very, very closely. Uh, so we 
actually SPH's share price you you wanted us to you wanted to update us on yeah, that yeah so right? let's yeah. take a look at the share price latest close was at $2.33 so that's up from 2.13 at the start of the month and also bear in mind CEO um, SPH CEO Ng Yat Chan also pointed out this is higher than the undisturbed share price of SPH by nearly uh, 60% back in March before the strategic review. So it has really rallied some way since then. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.